Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. I don't think there is a modern comic book character that hasn't been influenced by my next guest. Rob Liefeld, best-selling author, creator of Deadpool, Cable, X-Force, Youngblood. Oh, my gosh, it goes on and on. He is going to be coming to Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo this weekend, and he joins us now. Rob, how are you? Oh, my gosh, I am so good. Thanks for having me. And and it was just recently that the new Deadpool trailer dropped, so that's got to feel pretty good about where that franchise is going. Oh, my gosh. It's so exciting. I mean, I, I, look, yes, every time they give a little, a new little tidbit, a new little spot, uh, I, I talk to Fox every day. They're my buds. Uh, I, I'm, I'm in deep with them, and, and, and so I'm excited because they, they always give me like a little c- kind of hint of what's coming, and then it comes, and it's so exciting. And it's so exciting to see. I mean, social media is this beautiful gift where, like, you're on your workout bike, 10 minutes after it's drop, dropping, and for 45 minutes, all you're doing is talking to fans all around the world uh, and in Calgary about how excited they are about this movie. And you're like, yes, me too. I am also excited. You are definitely excited. You got to take me back though, Rob, because were you 18 years old when you were hired by, right out of high school, Marvel and DC Comics? Yes, 18 years old, editor-in-chief uh, of Marvel, uh, extended his hand across the table to me at the uh, very first WonderCon, which has become a giant convention here in the States. Uh and said, welcome to Marvel Comics, and he was the last guy I went to. All the other um, smaller publishers weren't interested, didn't even look up my samples. I didn't want to stand in the line. My buddy talked me into it, said, come on, man, we drove six hours to be here, Um, and it was in San Francisco, and he he hired me on the spot, and I had uh, worked the very next week. So very, very, very fortunate because as anyone who knew me and knows me, I would not – uh, I, w- I was not qualified for anything else other than to do comics. I was, I was, my future was not bright outside of comics. <laughs> so then, that was that was at the I, age of eighteen, Rob. So as as a young boy, yeah. were you always draw drawing comics and creating characters? Always, always. Let me tell you something. My my, my grandfather was a uh, Baptist minister, so we had to go to church uh, way too much. Um, but the hymnals. Uh, had pages in the back, open pages, and I they they just became my canvases. And uh, I, I heard years later that they've all been scooped up and 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 and, and taken by people. Cause I should have gone back and gotten a bunch of them, but I would just draw, draw, draw. And and on my tests, my parents got called from my teachers. Um, Little Robbie needs to stop drawing in the margins, and I'm like, dude, your <laughs> class is just time for me to hone my skills. I I, I can't add and subtract. I am going to draw comics someday. And my best, my favorite is my high school art teacher who told me, and I quote, and and he told me I had no future in this business um, as he was drawing a a really bad version of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his table. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I I, I drew that good like when I was 10. And he's telling me when I'm 16 that I'm not going to amount to anything because there's no future in comics. And I was like, dude, do you even read comics? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it was awesome. I, and, and, I mean, I was, I was particularly mo- motivated and, and, and have been uh, obviously particularly blessed. So, But you, you have to say, Rob, though, I mean, yes, that teacher, do you even read comics? There's a lot. There's such a huge industry now of comics and graphic yeah. novels. What is yeah. it about comics nowadays that you don't have to be a teenager? You can be a 55-year-old and still love either a good graphic novel or, or a comic book character. Look, the art form, people have been turned on to the fact that this art form is where all the juice is. Um, I mean, I was at the studios 20 years ago when the president of Paramount said, Rob, 
we 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 know we had an offer to you, and uh, but we're not going to go forward with this comic book deal with you because we have a chart here that the uh, guys over in accounting did, and they show that this superhero trend is going to run its course to bell curve, and we don't want to be on the other side of that bell curve. <laughs> that would be bad business for us. And now I'm going to tell you, Paramount never made another comic book movie because, of course, I'm thinking one. You're wrong. That's wrong. Your chart is wrong. You're misinformed. <laughs> People are now turning into fire, flaming on. There's there's claws coming out of people's hands. Um, this is right at the early 2000s, so 18 years ago. And then you go, ah, oh, you're just lying to me because you you're gonna make something else and it's not mine. No, Paramount never made a comic book superhero. They distributed briefly, but they did not make their own comic book superhero movies. And, and it was a, a lack of respect for the source material. And for the, the, the idea that, that this, this is not just a passing fad. And, these, the, and, and now when I go to these, um, when I interact with creatives in the video game industry or any of these other industries, they've grown up re- reading the comics. And they respect them more than the guys who were in the executive seats years ago. And the fans are now, again, something like, I, okay, so, so, so there's a movie that came out recently. And I asked, hey, you, you sound a lot of this, this product. And the guy said, you know what? Uh, this product has just kind of people buy the stuff because the movie is doing some business, but the stuff that does the best for us is the stuff that was already red hot in comics. And when you get the signal boost in a movie, people go nuts and that's Deadpool cable X force, that stuff, because Deadpool has been popular since the day he landed on the page. Cable has been popular since the day he landed on the page. I was there. I created them. I put them in the comics to save the, the book that I was handed, that I was told, was a fixer-upper. And I said, they said, you can do whatever you want. So I just filled it with all my own characters and ideas, and the sales took off. And, you know, it, it, they've enjoyed 26 years of, of, of unprecedented success. They've been toys. They've been video games. But you give it a movie boost nowadays, and then people go, what's this? What's this? I've got friends. Liefeld, I've never read one of your comics, but, man, I love that movie. And I bought it on DVD, and I bought a toy of it for my Done and a blah 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 and like I look, Deadpool was always popular, Cable was always popular. But as I have told Mr. Ryan Reynolds, your your your, your Canadian ambassador, yes, I said Ryan, I did not know what worldwide phenomenon meant until you put the red and black costume on because Deadpool, Cable, popular. Now with 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 Ryan Reynolds and Josh Brolin putting the costumes on, worldwide phenomenon, and that's and and, and again, so, so so now it drives it's this. The comics are cool. The people who like the comics support the media stuff. And then the media stuff comes out, and it draws more attention to the comics, which are cool. And so it's just a great cycle. And, and, and comics are so much more respected now. And, again, as you said, you can go into the great booksellers here in, you know, all over the world, and they've got this massive graphic novel section. And uh, it's just exciting. It's exciting. And last year I went to get my own graphic novel. We did, a, we did Deadpool, his first ever graphic novel. Marvel said, do you want to do that? I said, yes. We put it out. I needed some extra copies. I went to the giant Barnes and Noble bookseller here, and I scoured the floor. And I couldn't find them, and, and, and matter of fact, I couldn't find anything Deadpool. And so, on my way out, I look over the cash register, and all the Deadpool are on a shelf behind them, like hundreds of Deadpool products. And there's about 20 of my graphic novels. And I said, "Hey, why is the Deadpool behind the counter?" And I'm like. We had to put everything dead behind the counter because everybody steals these. These are our number one stolen items is the Deadpool stuff. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, 
that's rad. Um, so, so, so I, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it's just crazy. But I was like, oh, I'll take five of those, please. Um, <laughs> Rob, I hope they realized who they were talking to. Uh, I actually created uh, Deadpool. Uh, you probably uh, should know who I am. <laughs> no, that's it. That, that is very funny. You know, I, I don't I, I carry a Deadpool wallet because I have a bunch of them because they sent me the manufacturer sent them to me. And when I'm, it's a great conversation piece when I'm at the gas station, the grocery store, uh, the mechanics, wherever. And I flip I, 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 I at the airport. I bring that out and people always go uh, Deadpool. I mean, man, woman, child. They all say <laughs> uh, Deadpool fan. Right. And I'm like, you know, it, Rob, your enthusiasm is contagious. And I know you're going to have a great time. Fans are going to be thrilled to see you at the uh, Comic and Entertainment Expo, April 26th through 29th at Stampede Park. You have a great time, Rob. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Rob Liefeld joining us today.